Hello, welcome back to the Equestrian Strength Coach Podcast, where we dive into all things strength training, nutrition, and riding, hosted by rider, trainer, strength, and nutrition coach, Brittany Aureliano. Today, we're going to talk about two things. One, can your child lift weights? Should they be in the gym with you? And as a rider, what should their training program look like? Because there are hundreds of thousands of very young riders. And we're also going to talk about RPE, which is ratings of perceived exertion. And that's how we are going to gauge how difficult an exercise or whatever stressful event that may be for us. So let's talk about your child first. Hardworking equestrians are at a great advantage for strength. Barn work alone forces you to become very strong. Between hauling hay, lifting tack trunks, bags of grain, shavings, being strong is certainly a necessity when you're a rider. And if you're one of our riders at Aureliano Equestrian, you definitely are hopping into all of those activities because we're a very inclusive barn and most of our riders want to help all of the time. So why can strength training be frowned upon for children and teenagers? This is unfortunately a misconception people are fed all of the time, but let's break this one right off the bat. Strength training will not stunt your child's growth. It's not a fact. It has been disproven. It won't happen. But prepubescent children will train differently from teenagers and adults. There's also not really a high injury rate in lifting weights. When when I generally talk about lifting weights, I speak about specifically the squat, overhead press, and deadlift. So whether it be for a child, teenager, or adult, if you're doing them right, you're going to be totally fine. But keep in mind that the majority of people who have never been coached on these lifts do do them wrong and they don't really get hurt. So therefore, they're not inherently very dangerous movements at all. If you think about it, we squat, press and deadlift every day, especially at the barn. Most kids are squatting, pressing, and deadlifting anyway when they're at the barn. They're either, you know, picking something up off the ground, they're pushing a wheelbarrow, they're putting a saddle overhead. So they really should learn how to do these movements properly because they are more likely to get hurt doing something like that rather than doing it in the gym. I find as a coach, as a coach riding trainer and as a coach in the gym, it's always, I always have to differentiate between the two. I usually will put in like parentheses training and then horses or, you know, training and then gym because it just meshes together when I do things. So the biggest difference I find between kids and adults is their attention span. And you'll notice this when If you watch a child ride for the first time or the first couple times, when you're teaching them to post, they want to do it really fast or just let them fall, let themselves fall hard on the horse's back. 
This is also same for the eccentric lowering portions of movements. So the squat, kids really want to go down really fast or when they're deadlifting, they wanna lift the bar and then drop it to the ground. If your child is supervised and instructed properly, then they could definitely do barbell movements safely and I would, or it would greatly improve their riding as a whole. I have various young riders who utilize barbell movements, whether they be virtual clients or clients that I see personally. And we tend not to, during the school year, see each other so regularly because their schedules are pretty tough. They ride right after school uh, and then they go home and do their homework. But now that we have this whole virus pandemic, they are working out a lot more, which is awesome. And I started coaching them and we, so what I go through with kids, if you're a riding trainer who does have some background in lifting, the first thing I do is I have them do a bird dog and you could find all of these things on my Instagram. If you look under like body weight and banded movements on my highlights, that I just added because now all the gyms are closed. You'll find I do bird dogs with them first and that just lets me assess their balance. I also really like it because it makes you involve your hand and your leg at the same time, which is what we do in riding. And then I will have them squat. And those are the two most important movements for me to see them do first. I wanna make sure that they're balanced and I wanna make sure that they're squatting properly, their feet are angled about 30 degrees, which is somewhat where you would want them in your stirrups. Your stirrups, your feet in your stirrups should never be straightforward. You cannot utilize your lower leg like that. That is a dressage way of riding. So if you are a dressage rider, disregard, but you can't use your lower leg like that. And when you're squatting, it's actually not that great for your knees to squat with your feet straight. It's not detrimental, but it's better if you shove your knees out. Keep in mind that everybody's joint insertions are different and they are going to squat differently. So don't take that as super factual because it's not the same for everybody. So I have them do all of that first. The only difference and then, rather, I will move, we're not done yet, <laughs> I'll move to dumbbells. And I want to see them do a goblet squat, which I love for any beginner lifter. And then I want to see them do a dumbbell overhead press. I want to make sure that they could keep that dumbbell close to their body. Their biceps can stay in line with their ears. People and kids in general sometimes want to push the barbell, uh, the, the dumbbell rather, away from them. And they'll end up doing the same with the barbell. So you wanna make sure that your biceps in line with your ears. And then I actually have them do a sumo deadlift with the dumbbell. And we'll run through that for as long as we need. You know, we add in some planks and shoulder taps and all of that other stuff. It is not a crazy, program like this exercise is going to make you an amazing rider. I want to build general strength. I want to build body awareness, most importantly, because that's what kids struggle with. 
And I want to make sure that when they do move on to harder forms of training, which they will do because those aren't going to help you control a horse at the, at the you know, body weight of a horse, the little dumbbells that we're using aren't going to be that significant. But I also don't think that kids are riding horses like I would ride that may rip me around a bit. If you are, then we need to have a conversation. So the only difference between what an adult is doing versus what a child is doing is the actual training part of the program. Kids are not going to train for strength the same way an adult would. When we're training to become stronger, we're purposefully trying to accumulate strength in the most efficient ways possible over a period of time. The most effective way to do this is to add a little bit of weight to a movement that uses the most muscle mass possible, moving through the most effective range of motion. Meaning if your form is good, you want to lift slightly heavier weights each section, uh, each session. <laughs> I'm on a roll today as long for as long as you possibly can. There's this little thing called the general adaptation syndrome, which describes stress being applied to living organisms. These organisms either adapt to the stress or they die. And being that you don't want to die in the gym, the stress we apply is gonna be so small that our bodies will adapt each time. For example, adding a little weight to the bar every session. But adding weight doesn't have to be the only form of stress you can apply. You can decrease your rest time between sets. You can increase the speed of the set you can decrease the speed of the set, which is also time under tension, meaning that you're going to be under that weight or holding that weight for a longer period of time. Anything that forces your body to say, well, that was hard. I don't want that to be so hard next time. So I'm gonna build an adaptation to this so it's not that difficult. That being said, sometimes you don't need to change the weight each session, but we'll get into that when we speak about RPE and you know different experiences people have under different circumstances. I'm not going to say too much about that now. People assume that getting strong happens from lifting weights when in fact you get strong from recovering from lifting weights. So yes, when you're sleeping, your body is growing. Kids can't recover from stress like adults can, which is why they won't train progressively loaded weights every time. Kids obviously lack the same hormonal makeup as adults. While they've been growing since they were born, their growth has been very slow and steady, and they haven't hit the major growth process of puberty. Add in some testosterone, estrogen, and growth hormone after that point, and they may be ready to begin a strength training journey, but they should be at a Tanner scale of six. You can Google what that is but it measures how physically mature a child is. Kids can definitely go to the gym, but it should be made fun for them. Parents and trainers should be aware not to overload these children, but to simply send them through the movements in a fun way that helps them mature mentally. That way, once they're able to start training, all the building blocks are there. And this doesn't mean that they can't use weights. 
every kid I've brought into my gym has put their hands on the barbell if they were big enough and they could move slow enough that we could go through the movements correctly. So I find that after they've used the barbell, they only want to use the bar. That is all they want to do. I think it's funny that this is such a scary concept to walk into a, a globo gym. It is a scary concept. It was for me at one point to walk into a globo gym and not ever want to go to the weight room. But once you give somebody that ability to utilize such a simple tool, you know, it's like literally a big rod of metal and some metal or rubber plates, when you have all of this other crazy cool equipment and gyms that look super fun but you know these girls come into my gym and they squat they press they deadlift they do hip thrusts and they do dumbbell work and they were so upset when I told them we had to do an outdoor workout because of the coronavirus I couldn't bring them all into my gym it wasn't safe even though it's just in my house and they were so annoyed they wanted to use the bar so don't deter your children from learning to lift weights. It's a great confidence builder. Even if it's just very, very small movements, building the body awareness, depending on what age they're at, is essential for riding. They will know how to keep their hands separate from their legs. They'll be able to sit up straighter and hold their back more. And when you give a cue as a trainer in the ring that, you know, the child may not be understanding, if you bring them into the gym, they may learn how to utilize their body better to do whatever it is that you're asking them. So if they tr struggle sitting up or they struggle with jumping position, lifting weights and learning to go through those movements off the horse is essential. So let's hop in to a little bit of what RPE is. I love to use RPE for riders or people in the barn or, or just anybody in general that has a lot of stress put on them and they can't progress linearly for long periods of time. So they can't do what I was saying before where they add a little bit of weight every time or they, you know, maybe do it faster or more time under tension. So let's, let me give you an example. Sometimes you get back from a long day at the barn and your body feels like it got hit by a bus, but staying in shape is still very important because maybe you won't feel like you got hit by a bus so much if you had gotten a little bit stronger. The best way to get stronger is to create long-lasting results and to be on a program you can follow, adjust, and get the most benefits from. It doesn't mean doing random exercises at the gym whenever you go. That just doesn't work, but we could talk about that another time. If you're on a personalized program, especially one that I make, you probably have utilized something called RPE. And RPE, as I said before, stands for rating of perceived exertion, meaning how hard or easy was that set or rep. There's a whole scientific background getting into how RPE originated, but it has been around for a very long time. The RPE scale ranges from one to 10, but its most important numbers on the scale would be from six to 10. 
Anything less than six is gonna be considered a warm-up, uh, pretty insignificant. RPE is going to help you decipher how you're feeling during your training, and you could use it in various ways. How was your training session as a whole? How was this set? How, you know, give your sleep an RPE. You can give anything an RPE. Give your horse an RPE. You know, sometimes I have horses that are RPE and I could not ride them again. <laughs> anyway, let's stop getting off topic here, people. We're all a little delusional from the coronavirus. In a perfect world, I would train all of my athletes using a barbell on a linear progression if they are of age, as I said earlier. This is the most beneficial way to get strong for any beginner novice lifter. So let's say you start squatting with just the bar. You have so much room for improvement and strength gains this way without exhausting other forms of strength training as they're not necessary yet. It's the easiest with the bar because you can add very small increments of weight where you can't do that with a dumbbell or machines. But there is a catch because there is always a catch. Being a rider, uh -huh, catch rider, who travels to a good amount of shows, does stalls, rides multiple a day, etc. It's very difficult to progress linearly. QRPE. Learning how to utilize RPE is extremely beneficial for riders and any athlete that is strength training. It should not be your sole form of choosing weights in the beginning of your program though. That should be discussed with your coach and you know you're going to want to kind of set certain goals in the beginning and not just go off of I feel like lifting this today but RPE essentially means how many reps are left in the tank so I'm going to run you through a list of numbers here and I want you to try to visualize it I'm going to put this I have a picture of an RPE scale that I made I'm going to put it on my Instagram story and you guys could see it I will put it somewhere in my highlights so let's say something is an RPE 6 and you are going to squat three sets of five reps on your last set of five reps you could say hey I definitely had four more left in the tank meaning that you could have squatted nine reps with that weight that is an RPE 6 an RPE 7 would be you could definitely squat three more reps at the end of your set. An eight would be two more reps left in the tank. A nine would be one rep and a 10 would be none or possibly a failed rep. It takes a long time to perfect RPE and beginners will likely think the weight was much heavier than what their coach sees, which is why it's really important to video your lifts. For example, I squatted 265 pounds today for five reps and it felt like my soul was pulled from my body. You probably are never gonna have to do this unless you want to. As you guys know, I am a competitive lifter. I actually got a question today that asked, you know, does it hurt your back because your back is kind of rounding? And 
no, you know, like it's going to be sore. I had 265 pounds on me. My whole body feels like I got hit by a bus, but my body's going to adapt to that if I recover properly. So the first two reps, if you watch that video, I think it's actually on my regular Instagram profile, but anyway, the first two reps looked fine. And then the last three slowly kind of deteriorated but my back isn't going to crumble under that weight you know like my body could handle it I was just pretty tired that day uh, or today rather I did it today I was pretty tired today and I just felt a little off so the RPE was definitely higher than what it if you are a beginner or novice lifter who is starting to utilize this everything's always going to kind of feel heavy so if you've never squatted 135 pounds before or 95 pounds it's going to feel like it's your heaviest squat yet because it is but it might not look that heavy in your coach's eyes the coach may assign an rpe of eight while you think it's a 10. this is also a reason why starting off utilizing rpe isn't always ideal but it could be perfected just like anything else how are you going to implement this into your training? It's very simple. After each set, ask yourself, how many more reps could I have done? Pull the scale up on your phone. Most importantly, take videos. After each set, watch the video. How quick or how slow did that rep look? Was there a point where you got stuck? And I can't be more clear, <laughs> people don't actually pay attention to what other people are doing in the gym. And the majority of people who are videoing themselves are doing it for coaching purposes, unless they are doing something super idiotic, like trying to pistol squat on a BOSU ball while holding a dumbbell over their head and drinking a beer. That is just for the Instagram. <laughs> then they are definitely just doing it for reasons you're doing it for and don't be embarrassed to in video something to video something it's only going to benefit you I promise if you're nervous about it you will get over it if you have any questions regarding RPE or you want me to gauge something for you send a video to me via Instagram I will look at it if you have any other questions also send me a message. I will happily answer anything. I hope this podcast was very useful for you and that you are going to get your kids training and you are going to either download a program that I have or create your own and start using RPE. I hope we all survive this coronavirus pandemic and can get back to seeing our horses soon. I love you all. Have a fabulous day.